I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. Egyptians have waited more than a year for a chance to elect their first post-revolution president. This week, starting on Wednesday, they finally get to cast their ballots. Thirteen candidates are vying for the job. Two of them are Islamists. One has the backing of the powerful Muslim Brotherhood. The other is a former Brotherhood member. Both have strong Islamic credentials, and each is seeking to portray himself as the best choice for Egyptians who supported the revolution. The world's Middle East correspondent Matthew Bell reports. Drive northeast from Cairo for about two hours, and the landscape changes from a vast, lifeless desert to lush greenery. The city of Ismailia sits on the Suez Canal. It's famous for seafood restaurants and mangoes. It's also the place where the Muslim Brotherhood was founded back in 1928. On the outskirts of Ismailia, down a dusty road, a little mosque hosts an influential Muslim cleric. Sheikh Syed Ahmed Ali is a leader with the Salafi Call, an Islamic fundamentalist group whose ideological allies won nearly one in four votes in last year's parliamentary elections. Ali is here to talk about one thing, the presidential race. Judging from their clothes and their beards, the men sitting in rows on the crimson carpet here are poor and deeply religious, which goes for a huge swath of Egypt's population of 80 million people. The sheikh tells them it is their duty before Allah to vote this week. After being persecuted and imprisoned by the previous government, he says, the Egyptian revolution is our chance to revive Islam. We need a president to prepare Egypt for Islamic Sharia law. We need a president who knows that Egypt is the greatest Islamic country in the world. It's a straightforward, ultra-conservative message, but Ali, it turns out, supports Abdelmenem Abul Fatouh, the candidate who presents himself as an Islamist moderate. Back in Ismailia's city center, Abul Fatouh's supporters are having a small rally. Hamdi Mohammed Hassan is there, sporting a business suit and a Salafi-style beard. He's with the political branch of Al-Gama al-Islamiyah. In the 1990s, the group waged a violent campaign to impose Islamic rule on Egypt. It was declared a terrorist group by the United States. Many of the leaders were imprisoned, and they renounced violence almost 10 years ago. Now, just like the sheikh back in the mosque, Hassan is engaged in politics, and he's throwing his support behind the independent Islamist candidate Abdelmenem Abul Fatouh. He's a physician by training and a former Muslim Brotherhood leader. I believe that the real Islamic thinking or the real school of thought of of being Islamist is to gather people around you. Islam has no racism and no exclusion, so we we don't need to exclude anyone. And that he's belonging to this school of thought, to gather all people without excluding anyone and also without making any compromises. On Friday night in Cairo, 60-year-old Abu Fatua held a huge rally in an upscale part of the city. The event aimed to portray the candidate as the best choice for all those Egyptians who support the revolution, whether they're conservative Muslims or not. The crowd was diverse. On stage with Abu Fatua were some well-known Islamist leaders, along with some Christians, women with no headscarves, socialists, and secular liberals as well. Wael Ghonim of Google, one of the leaders in last year's uprising against Hosni Mubarak, gave a full-throated endorsement of Abu Fatua as the best hope for keeping the revolution alive. 
The candidate's supporter, Siabal Fatua, has a true independent. He spent many years with the Muslim Brotherhood, but he was forced out last year. At the time, the organization was against putting up a presidential candidate. Abu Futua decided to make a run on his own, and for some conservative Muslims, that independence is also seen as a liability. Supporters of the Muslim Brotherhood's presidential candidate, Mohamed Morsi, took part in another rally of thousands last night in downtown Cairo. Speaking with people here, their focus is more on the Brotherhood's program and its grand plan than on Morsi himself. In fact, the engineering professor was the Islamic group's second choice to run for president. Their first pick was disqualified by the Electoral Commission. But that's beside the point for one voter who tells me his name is Ahmed. Islamic Sharia law, of course, is the most important issue, he says. We are Muslims. Allah provided us with Sharia as our constitution, and this is how we should be ruled. The idea that Islam is the solution to most of Egypt's problems is definitely part of Mohamed Morsi's message. That might make him the preferred choice for more hardline Islamists, but it could also turn some voters off. Last fall, the Brotherhood's Freedom and Justice Party won an astonishing 40% of the seats in the new parliament. Since then, the performance of the Islamist-dominated parliament has been a real letdown for many Egyptians. So it's an open question whether voters are willing to give the Muslim Brotherhood, which already dominates the legislature, the power of the presidency as well. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Cairo. Get a sense of election fever in Egypt? Matthew sent us a slideshow from the streets of Cairo. That's at theworld.org.